This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, July 21st, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. A federal circuit court could rule any day now in the case of Halbig v. Burwell, which, if successful, would free a quarter million employers and their 57 million employees from Obamacare mandates. Michael Cannon is director of health policy studies at the Cato Institute. He discusses the implications. We're expecting the D.C. Circuit to issue a ruling in Halbig v. Burwell any day now. Halbig is one of four cases that's challenging the Obama administration's decision to offer subsidies through federally established health insurance exchanges, even though the statute says that the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare, says that those subsidies are available only through an exchange established by the state. The plaintiffs in Halbig are claiming that because the Obama administration is issuing those subsidies unlawfully in the 36 states with federal exchanges, those subsidies are triggering penalties against them, so they're being injured by that illegal activity, and they're asking the courts to put an end to that illegal activity. Now, supporters of the Obama administration's decision, we can't really call them supporters of the PPACA because they're not supporting it in this case. They're not supporting the clear language of this the statute. They are beginning to predict dire consequences if the courts rule in favor of the Halbig plaintiffs. It's a little reminiscent of what supporters of the law did leading up to the Supreme Court's decision in NFIB v. Sebelius, the case involving the individual mandate. They were able to, uh, or there's a lot of speculation that they were able to intimidate Supreme Court Justice John Roberts into voting to uphold the law. And there's indications that they're doing that now. Lawrence Tribe, a uh, preeminent law professor at Harvard Law School, issued a piece in the Boston Globe where he was basically coaching John Roberts on how to rule against the plaintiffs in Halbig. We've also heard from groups like the consultants at Avalere Health and the Urban Institute that 5 million people or more will lose subsidies that they are now receiving through federal exchanges if the courts rule in favor of Halbig and the Halbig, the Halbig plaintiffs. That's a problem, they say, because premiums will increase. If that occurs, you might get adverse selection and, uh, in, in, and so forth. But Avalere Health, the Urban Institute, are painting a very misleading picture of what would happen, of the impact, the potential impact of, of, of ruling in Halbig. First of all, a victory for the Halbig plaintiffs would increase no one's premiums. If anyone's premiums go up, it's because of features of the law that the courts would be enforcing by ruling for the Halbig plaintiffs. So if you want to blame someone for the premiums going up, don't blame the plaintiffs or the courts who are asking the Obama administration to stick to the law. Blame Obamacare itself. Number two, if the courts take those subsidies away from 5 million people in th- those federal exchanges. It will be because those, the, co- the court has ruled that those subsidies are and always were illegal, that the Obama administration had no authority to issue those subsidies in the first place. So we can think of those 5 million people who lose subsidies as losers, but, but it's not because of Halbig. It's because the Obama administration offered them subsidies they had no authority to offer, and they could be taken away with one court ruling. But I think that the biggest distortion is when Avalere and the Urban Institute focus only on 
what would happen to people who are currently receiving subsidies? That's only one part of the equation. Those subsidies, which are being issued in federal exchanges right now, subject tens of millions of people in those 36 states with federal exchanges to the individual and employer mandates. So if a court, if the D.C. Circuit or the Supreme Court rules in favor of the Hall big plaintiffs, then that will free more than 8 million Americans from the individual mandate and free more than 250,000 firms, more than a quarter million firms and 57 million workers from the employer mandate. Just so, just so we understand this very clearly, a whole lot of what the IRS has decided they're going to go ahead and do with respect, with respect to these subsidies also triggers their ability to collect a bunch of taxes. That is how these cases came to be. The plaintiffs in these cases realized, wait a second, because under Obamacare, the subsidies trigger penalties against employers under the employer mandate and against individuals under the individual mandate, the government issuing these illegal subsidies over here triggers what are really illegal taxes against us. And these, this is how many people we're talking about in those 36 states, 8 million people being unlawfully subjected to the individual mandate penalties. 57 million employees and a quarter million firms being unlawfully subjected to the employer mandate penalties. If the courts rule in favor of Halbig, then those people will be freed from, uh, from being subjected to those mandates. And the number of winners, if the courts rule in favor of the Halbig plaintiffs, outnumbers the losers by 10 to 1. And we can even tell how many individuals and how many employers would benefit from a Halbig ruling in each, in each state. For example, in Florida, a Halbig victory would free nearly 1 million Floridians from the individual mandate and free more than 16,000 firms and 5 million workers from the employer mandate. A ruling for the Halbig plaintiffs also helps states that have already established exchanges. It gives them the opportunity to exempt their residents from those mandates. For example, California could exempt 1.7 million individual residents from the individual mandate, exempt 32,000 firms from the employer mandate, and exempt more than 9 million workers from the employer mandate as well. Michael Cannon is Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his extensive coverage of the Halbig case at our website, cato.org.